What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, bring incredible guests from all over the world. So sit back, relax, and tune in. My next guest is Jill of All Trades, the no cap coach. She's a single mother, a, an entrepreneur, a serial lunar learner, excuse me, creative soul, blockchain expert, keynote speaker. Please welcome Dr. Z Celeste. Dr. Z, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Oh my God, <laughs> me too. That is quite the list of accolades, things that you do. I mean, I don't, let's, where do we start? I guess let's talk about like why you became, what was the, I always like to hear from my coaches, what led you up to becoming a coach? Because there's always something, right? Well, all, first of all, thank you for inviting me here. Been super excited to talk to you and it's just been a, a long time coming, I would yeah. say. That's <laughs> nice. Right. Uh, but being a coach, I think I've always kind of been one. I've always been that person in my friend group where people come to me for advice on pretty much anything. I've always kind of had the ability to pick up things and learn things, anything from tech to makeup to whatever the case may be. So I've always been that go-to person. And then I've always just had a, I've always just wanted to care for people. Yeah. Uh, growing up, I had, you know, different trauma. And so I always wanted to protect other people from feeling what I feel. Yeah. So after experiencing my life trauma, um, I was in an abusive relationship, abusive marriage for several years. And then it took me um, a large part of my adult life to kind of regain and get myself back together and through some of the worst parts I would just pray like you know first thing people ask is like why me why me you know and right. in that prayer I got the answer that said I'm I'm not going through this just for me right I'm going through this for other people and for whatever reason it was an aha moment for me sure. and so I just started to pray you know like let these people, whoever they are, be okay because I'm coming. I'm going to learn these lessons. You know, I'm not just going to be abused by circumstance and things. I'm going to learn the lessons so that when I can be my authentic self, I can go out and help other people. So that's essentially how I became the life coach that I am today is just using my life experience along with training and things, of course, like that. But the passion and the innate desire to help other people from the pain and the hurt of life every day, you know, yeah. that's how we gained a life coach. Wow. <laughs> that's actually very beautiful. So you ultimately, regardless of being abused and being in experiencing traumatic, a traumatic relationship, you found that you wanted to serve others. That is beautiful. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Cause I just kept thinking like with all this I'm going through, I can't possibly be the only person. No. Oh know? Yeah. And then, you know, watching my mom go through things and just other women um, in abusive relationships growing up, just seeing the type of stuff. And I'm like, I know I'm not the only person, but I just something in me just said, like, it's not in vain. I'm not in vain. Like, none of this is wasted, you know, and that's one of the things that I try to encourage the people that I coach. Don't look at your trauma as something wasted. Like, this is wasted time. This is learning time. Yeah. Um, the pain, it, it seems like, how am I going to learn? And I'm crying and I'm depressed yeah. and I can't think right. But that is the time where you quiet and you be still and you really start to learn 
who you really are and what you really want in order to become the person that you're trying to be. That's beautiful. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I've obviously have my own traumas that I've gone through. And um, it's amazing people like us that are so resilient that on the other side of it want to help others. Because I think that, you know, God put us on that path to actually heal and say, hey, you know, you need to be a beacon of light for others so that they don't feel like they're alone. And so I, I, I like what you're talking about. It's amazing to me that the most damaged individuals are the ones that want to help the most. Oh, <laughs> because we feel the pain. We got it. We oh, yeah, girl. Oh, yeah. And I think that and I also tell people that, like, I would not be here today if I didn't go through it. Would I want to go through it again? Of course, no one wants to be tortured and go through all of these things. But to be the woman that I am today with the lessons and the, the things that I've learned and the ability and the courage to be able to go out and talk about it and share with other people and help other people through it, I, I had to go through it in yeah. order to be here today. Unfortunately, but yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, so, and then when you were uh, kind of on the other side of it and started to heal yourself, did you work with the coach or did you get counseling? Like, how did you get yourself to a place of like healing. I mean, I think we're always on a path of healing, right? I mean, from whatever pops up in our lives, but that there's there's real deep healing that has to go on once you've gone through some abuse and, and, and traumatic experiences with someone else. So for me, initially, um, I basically fell into a sunken place. I kind of gave up on everything. I just felt like there was nothing I could do. I prayed all I could pray. I've done everything. And it just seems like it's not stopping. And I fell into a sunken place. I was hospitalized. Oh, no. Taken away from my children. Um, and I went through all the emotions that you could possibly go yeah. through. I can talk to anyone. You know, I was really just stuck with myself. And so I had a prayer and I talked to God and I said, look, if you're going to have me here, you got to teach me how to be here. Because yeah. I can't exist the way that I've been existing because I feel like I'm dead already. Yeah. And he reminded me of a mustard seed. Mm. And that's what I held on to. And I was like, you know, if I can, if I can have enough belief to in this moment to at least even say a prayer, you know, even to have this conversation, then that's some level of hope. Yeah. So once I had that conversation, I said, okay, if I'm going to be here, uh, because I had been suicidal and everything. And God was like, well, if you're going to be here, let's make a pact that we're going to okay. teach you how to do that. Yeah. So I resisted everything. I resisted medications. I resisted groups. I resisted therapy. I resisted everything because in my brain, I'm like, I'm too messed up. Yeah. No, nothing that's going to help me. But after I made this decision, I said, you know what? Whatever I need to do, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. No matter how I feel, no matter what it costs, no matter whatever I do, I'm just going to do it because I know that at some point it's going to click. Right. So I resisted. I went to therapy. I had a psychologist, a, a therapist. I went to groups. Um, and then as I started to just make myself continuously go, I created a habit. And those habits started to change me because even though I'm sitting in these groups, like, you yeah. know, stuff is sticking. Yeah, the sure. Sticking. The lessons are sticking. The mindfulness is sticking. And before you know it, I was sharing and talking and learning. And then once that ignited, I just started to dive in like, okay, I feel strong enough to learn more. 
So I just started studying, seeking out other coaches, other people, getting in different programs, going to free webinars, anything that I possibly could do that I wasn't already doing to try to get me to the next level out of this fucking place that I allowed myself to be. Yeah. Wow. You mentioned the mustard seed. I think I know the story, but can you share, you know, maybe like the quick story of the mustard seed? So the mustard seed, they say if you have a mustard seed of faith. So I don't know if anyone's ever seen a mustard seed, but it's so tiny. And so if you can believe just that much, then you can make anything possible. If you can just have that much of faith, like a a grain of salt, something so small. That's why I say in that moment to even have the ability to still pray was yeah. a, a um, illustration or a demonstration that I still had a little bit of faith, even in this hospital, even, you know, when I feel like I'm losing my mind, I still had a little bit of faith to say, Hey God, like, listen, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm about to be out of here. So we got to do something, you know? Yeah. So that's basically the mustard seed is that little bit of hope that you still have in you to keep you here, to keep you fighting. Because when we're going through trauma, the first thing we think is we're alone. Yeah. And yeah. The sure. thing everybody thinks is that you're alone. You're the only person going through this. And when you start to realize that, that and this part of how I became a coach and began to share, because I realized that I wasn't alone. Yeah. Ever, even through the trauma, God was always with me. I just was so focused on the trauma that I didn't yeah. focus on his presence, mm. his comfort and his protection. So I'm ignoring what he had for me because I'm just too wrapped up in what I had for me, what I put myself in. Yeah. And that's another thing that I had to learn, which is probably the hardest part of the healing is accountability. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's so easy to point your fingers at everyone, yeah. especially if you're a person that's been abused. Okay. You know, you're like, I didn't ask to be abused, you know, yeah. and I had to go through that too. But what? my journey took me and what God took me is where was I Yeah, at a place in my being to allow these type of things to happen to me. So it is, so my damage or my trauma was even before I entered this abusive situation, because wherever I was and who I thought I was, it wasn't a safe place. Right. So I had to, Take accountability for that and say, yes, he did all of these things, but I have to go back to the right. accountability and say, if I was in a better place, right, and I could have prevented a lot of these things. So now the focus is to make sure I'm in a better place yeah. so that going forward, I can make better choices to avoid these type of things. And that's basically what I do with um, my coaches, especially from a personal standpoint, is just let them know that. You have to take some accountability and it's okay. I always tell people, it's okay. We're human. We can feel it's okay. You know, it's not the end of the world to say I was wrong. Right. You know, it's like that first step. I'm wrong. Now what do I do? Right. And then that's when you start to seek the help because a lot of times people try to escape the feelings, try to escape the pain. As long as I can get away from it, and yeah. it's not in my face right now and I'm not feeling it right now, I'm over it. Right. But you're not well, over it. It's yeah. still eating you up inside. It starts to manifest in your body and your relationships and things like that. So it's just 
I don't know. It just makes me up getting a little chucked up. <laughs> yeah, I can see it, but, but just, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. If you can't, if you hadn't gone through it, you wouldn't be able to help people that might be that are going through something just as similar. You know what I mean? Right. I speak to it because, uh, like I mentioned before, I've always been able to do all type of things, but I've always tried it first before mm-hmm. I, I did. You know, I'm doing my hair. I'm going to do it first before I try it on you. You know, I'm going to try this thing before I try it on you. You know, I'm going to try these techniques before I try it on you. Because I feel like the best way to help or share is to have, uh, be able to relate directly to some level of understanding. So I figure who better than for a person to actually have been in this sunken place to help somebody in the sunken place. But I have to be first. Yeah. You know, a lot of times people, like I said, as long as it's numb, right, feel like they've gotten over it. So they're like, okay, yeah. I'm there. But they haven't done the healing part. Right. You know? And yeah. so I, I'm really proud of myself. And it took me a long time to be proud of myself. But I'm really proud of myself for allowing myself to go through the process and to do the work. So I always tell people, it's not easy, but it's no. worth it. And you are worth it. Amen so, to that. I totally agree. And so do you, can you tell us like who your ideal client is? Um, it's hard for me to pinpoint one person because I've, I've, my ideal client is anyone who feels stuck. Yeah. Anyone feels like they know that there's something in them, but they can't find it or they don't know what to do with it or where they are. That's in your personal life. That's in your professional life. That's in your yeah. relationship because all of that goes together. You know, yeah. we always say, yeah, you got to have your personal life and your business life separate, but it all oh, nice. at yeah. some point, you know, it affects. So I would say anyone that feels like they are trapped or stuck or, yeah. you know, can't get right <laughs> because that's what I do. I try to help people figure out, identify what the issue may be. You got to figure out what it is first. Right, right. And then we can build a plan of action onto how to tackle it and get through it and not over it. Yeah. So that's in your business, that's in your personal life, that's in your relationship, that's as a parent. Um, Because like I said, in all of these experiences, it's happened to me in my marriage, <laughs> you know, being a student, uh, being a mother, you know, it all goes together. So you can't be your best authentic self in any of those realms without digging deep and really figuring out what it is. So my ideal client will be someone who is stuck and yeah. needs to set be set free and uh, be able to be and learn who their authentic self is and be happy. Because most of us are not living who we truly are. No, we are not. And I right. uh, agree with that. It's uh, it's kind of sad that there are so many people walking around just like empty, like they're just a shell of a human being. And it's like right. there's so much more if they would pour into themselves and allow themselves to blossom and bloom. Like how amazing would this planet be if right. more people poured into themselves and became alive again on the inside? So. I agree. Now, what about women that have been abused? Do you work with women that have been abused or is that something that might, it triggers you? Um, Everything triggers me, but I, because I'm a human, I always tell myself, I allow myself to be human. I can feel it's supposed to trigger me just because I feel to a certain point doesn't mean that it doesn't still hurt me to see another woman hurting. Yeah. And I definitely am drawn to uh, women that are 
in abuse or, you know, trying to come out. Even I've, I've had uh, some clients that are men that have been dealing with, you know, crazy baby mama. Oh, well, yeah. That. So, yeah. you know, um, but yeah, definitely from a trauma standpoint, um, women that have been abused are a soft spot for me. Um, yeah. I understand the plight, especially as a mother and you're, you're already trying to be a, a good person. Now you're trying to be a good wife and a good mother. And then you're dealing with all of this. Yeah. This negative evil energy on so many different levels. It's just so hard to cope. And the first thing that I like to let them know is that they're not alone. Yeah. Are not alone. We are here. It's a whole community of us and we need to reach out to one another. And that's what I definitely encourage people. You are not alone. Yeah. We are all in this world together. That's right. It might look different, but we all have the same experiences <laughs> at different levels yeah. in our lives. Yeah. Beautiful. I love that. I want to know a little bit about being a blockchain expert. What is like, I don't know a lot about it. So maybe like tell us what blockchain is, why you became an expert and how you that can help someone else if they're interested in getting involved in that. Okay. So with the blockchain, I've always been a, a kind of techie person. Um, so a couple of years ago, um, I used to work for Apple and I had a coworker that was like, you're always in the tech. You should just go for it. You know? So I was like, yeah, I went ahead and I went to a boot camp. So I am also a coder. <laughs> oh, okay. I can program as well. So, wow. Um, and then with staying in, you know, the no for technology, the new buzz or is a uh, cryptocurrency. Right, right, right. The cryptocurrency actually operates on the blockchain. Okay. Okay. So that a lot of people hear a lot about the currency, right? And not the blockchain, right? Yeah. The blockchain is basically um, it allows for decentralization. So instead of the bank having everyone's money and distributing it out, everyone distributes it out. So it makes right. it accessible so that it can't just be one person divvying everything out. Okay. But you have different blockchains that do different things. I don't know if you're familiar with NFTs. Yes, 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 I am. So you have blockchains that that house NFTs, different things like that. So I got into that. I worked with a company called Studi um, Technologies, and they are designing a application for creatives, okay. um, so that they can basically buy, sell, trade, market, work with each other, collaborate all in this particular app, and utilize currency, the cryptocurrency, right, which to do so. Um, because the creative economy is just like booming and it's just perfect with this. And then I teamed up with some um, alumni from my university, Alabama A&M, my undergrad, and we are helping to uh, develop a blockchain for education. Okay. Where the students can use uh, currency for their particular schools to do tuition, buy books, wow. games. If you, if, even if you have a student that has a business, you can use that, um, currency to do that. And then once we establish each school, then all the currencies will be able to communicate together. Uh -huh. So it's real technical, but that's just yeah. kind of nutshell. Um, what fascinating that. Yeah. It's really exciting. Um, cause it's always changing. It's always something new. Uh, but I just try to stay in the forefront of things and yeah. just. Here, so right now I'm working with um, my university. So okay. we're, uh, we have a group of interns that we're getting together because we're going to have the students 
develop it, operate it, work it. Because the goal is to have students go into school making money instead of becoming uh, going into debt. I so love that. Generate generational wealth. Yeah. I love that. I think that is fantastic. What a great idea because so many kids go into to college and come out and they're all in debt and they can't find a job. And so exactly. that's such a great, that's a game changer. Right. Game right. changer. Awesome. Uh, Dr. Z, where can people find you, connect with you and learn more of working with you? Well, on all of the social medias, I'm at Dr. Underscore Z Celeste, or you can go to drz.com. Okay. Uh, I have blogs that I put out. Um, I have a couple of um, great motivational uh, books on Amazon. You can just look up Dr. Z. Um, I'm pretty easy to find. Dr. Z is pretty I, I love it. And with her fabulous red hair, you guys, watching, you're missing out. She's gorgeous. I'm going to put those links in the show notes. So if you connected with Dr. Z today and want to learn more or just want to, if you have questions on blockchain, go follow her on social, go send her a message, go, go visit her website. Dr. Z, this is the part of the show where I like to ask for last words of wisdom or advice. What would you like to leave with us today? I would just like to leave with you guys and say that it's okay to be you. You are not in vain. Nothing about you is in vain. Even the ugly parts, even the bad parts, everything about you is used to make you who you are supposed to be. So don't give up on yourself. The same energy that you put towards other people, put to yourself because you will see better results. So you are not in vain. Mm -hmm. Be purposeful about your life. I love that. That was beautiful. Well, thank you, Dr. Z, for sharing your story, being so open about trauma and things that you've gone through to bring you to where you are today and, and doing the work that you do, because we definitely need more people like you teaching others to pour into themselves and come to that authentic person. So thank you very much. We appreciate thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.